maintenance trials in ovarian cancer. GOG-178. GOG-178 was a randomized trial looking at women with ovarian cancer in their first complete remission with stage 3 and 4 disease at diagnosis. Women were randomized to Taxol given every four weeks at 175 milligrams per meter squared infused over three hours for three cycles versus 12 cycles. There was a progression-free survival advantage to women who received 12 months of maintenance therapy. There was no statistically significant difference in overall survival. This represented a seven-month difference in progression-free survival, 21 versus 28 months. There were concerns of rapid progression of disease that was statistically significant when treatment stopped, which may be why maintenance taxol did not become more widely adopted. ICON-7. ICON-7 randomized women with stage 2, 3, and 4 ovarian cancer, as well as early high-risk early-stage ovarian cancer to carboplatin paclitaxel given every three weeks or carbotaxel bevacizumab plus maintenance bevacizumab with dosing of 7.5 milligrams per kilogram. This trial showed a very modest progression-free survival advantage in the women randomized to the bevacizumab arm of the trial with a two-month difference that was statistically significant favoring BEV. Overall survival was not statistically significant between the groups. A subgroup was analyzed, which represented 30% of the study population, including women with stage 4 and suboptimally stage 3 disease. And in this particular subgroup of women, there was a progression-free and overall survival advantage to bevacizumab. Side effects for BEV were noted to be VTE, gastrointestinal perforation, and hypertension. GOG-218. GOG-218 was a randomized trial that included women with suboptimally debulked stage 3 and 4 ovarian cancer. The standard arm in this trial was carboplatin paclitaxel every three weeks. The first experimental arm was carbotaxol bevacizumab followed by maintenance bevacizumab at 15 milligrams per kilogram. The second experimental arm was carboplatin paclitaxel with bevacizumab and placebo rather than maintenance. In the standard arm of carbotaxol, patients did receive placebo bevacizumab. Progression-free survival was improved with the bevacizumab-containing regimen, particularly the bevacizumab followed by maintenance bevacizumab with a progression-free survival advantage of four months seen in this arm of the trial compared with the other arms. Overall survival was not statistically significant. Critiques of this trial were that authors changed the endpoint from overall survival to progression-free survival because it was very difficult to keep the treatment blind after progression of disease, as many patients who may have been in placebo wished to know so they could cross over to bevacizumab exposure. GI perforation and fistula rate was 3% in this trial. And in a subgroup analysis, the authors note that patients with ascites experienced the most benefit. The Pazopanib trial. 
The pazopinib trial was looking at an experimental agent, pazopinib, which acts on VEGF, PDGFR, and CKIT and is a multi-tyrosine kinase inhibitor. Patients were randomized after their first clinical remission to placebo versus pazopinib dosed at 800 milligrams daily, originally given for one year, but due to rapid recurrences noted with stopping pazopinib, the duration of maintenance therapy was extended to two years. In this trial, there was a five-month progression-free advantage to pazopinib treatment, which was statistically significant. There was no significant overall survival advantage to pazopinib. They also note in this trial that patients of non-East Asian descent were the only patients to really benefit from pazopinib. And it was also a very toxic regimen with high incidence of hypertension, neutropenia, and GI side effects. And the authors concluded that pazopinib could not be recommended as a standard maintenance therapy. Solo 1. Solo 1 was published in 2018, looking at women with ovarian cancer in their first clinical remission, stage 3 and 4 disease with germline or somatic BRCA mutations, who had not received any prior bevacizumab. Women were randomized to Olaparib 300 milligrams given twice daily, versus placebo. This trial showed rate of freedom from disease or death was 60% at three years in the PARP group versus 30% at three years in the placebo group with a hazard ratio of 0.3, which was statistically significant. The progression-free survival in the placebo arm was 13 months for patients, and in the PARP arm, the progression-free survival was 36 months longer, or 49 months, and the overall survival data are not mature. The quality of life was the same. However, more anemia, GI side effects were also seen with the PARP. A rate of AML approximately 1% with PARP exposure. Notably, second recurrence time was significantly increased suggestive of olaparib not diminishing patients' ability to benefit from subsequent therapies, unlike problems seen in the pazopinib and maintenance taxol trials discussed previously.